Hello, this is Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with BMO Private Wealth. We hope that you are all doing well. Today is Friday, June the 26th. Thanks for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. An early happy Canada Day to everyone. Kind of sad that we won't be gathering for celebrations. Today I thought we would do a bit of a recap of the last few months as markets finish off choppy this week. I'm sure that you all remember the sudden drop in markets from mid-February to about mid-March. It declined at a rate that was five times faster than it ever has been before. Typical downturns in the markets of that magnitude usually happen over a period of six months. This time around, it occurred basically in one month. On the way up, a usual rebound of 50% of the retracement usually occurs over a period of about two and a half months. This time, it occurred in about half a month. The biggest contributor to the sudden moves most likely has much to do with computer trading and investment structures such as exchange-traded funds. More so, Western central banks have stepped in and provided stimulus and liquidity like we have never seen before and have propped up markets and overall confidence. Additionally, economies are recovering, but the swiftness of the recovery is still an unknown. Over the last many months, we basically saw all economies go on pause to the point of it feeling rather surreal and right out of the twilight zone. At the same time, for the last many years, there have been secular trends that have been planted. This pandemic accelerated those trends. For example, work from home, cloud computing, e-commerce, digitization of healthcare, overall digital transformations, etc. The adoption rate of digital over the last three months has been huge and invariably has established new trends and new growth markets. For example, older economies with slower growth, such as Europe, are now seeing certain digital and cloud companies accelerating their growth trajectories. Even third world countries are setting up home delivery and online shopping for necessities. The digital infrastructure is available and can, for the most part, be set up with relative ease anywhere. This trend is not just for here, but it is global and is most likely going to continue to grow. Of course, not all industries will bounce back and some may change forever. After 9-11, air travel was back up and running after five days. This is not the case right now, and we will have to see how businesses and consumers adapt. We should remember that human behavior is somewhat predictable. After 9-11, many said that they would not travel in planes again or go up in tall towers. We obviously forgot those declarations. When safe to do so, many will want to go back to the way things were. For example, in Germany, restaurant visits right now are rather close to the regular 2019 numbers. If a vaccine makes its way sooner than later, or if herd immunity is developed, you will see many wanting to do the things that they were not able to do so during these restrictions. So, most likely, we are going to see a resurgence of normal activity and our usual spending and social habits will return over time. At the same time, we will all have realized the benefits of digitization and automation and will embrace it in whatever form it shows up in our daily lives. Markets have come back, but the economic comeback doesn't only depend on our ability to open the economy, but the willingness of the consumer to come back to their normal activities. This may take some time as we do not know what is the consumer's willingness to come back. However, our educated guests with the government emergency funds to individuals and stimulus funds to the economy, along with human behavior patterns, we see much getting back to normal in the months ahead. If it is with a vaccine, the better. Otherwise, we will collectively figure out how to go about our daily routines with safe measures. As a result, the economies will continue to grow. I came across a data set this week. It has to deal with how much funds have found their way to money market instruments around the world. 
In the height of the 2008 and 2009 Great Recession, we saw many people get emotionally scarred from investing and move their investments to money market instruments. They, meaning the everyday and institutional investor, more than doubled their money market holdings from approximately under $2 trillion U.S. dollars to $4 trillion. Only about half the increase found its way out of money market in the subsequent months and years after the 2008 and 2009 recovery. The other half remained frightened since 2008 and stayed in money market. In this latest fast correction of COVID-19, the rush to money market has again blown the lid off. Investors have raced up money market savings to just about $5 trillion US dollars globally. That is an incredibly large number. Unfortunately, the investors who moved to money market were not guided by thoughtful and calming investment advisors. These are folks who buy at the top, sell at the bottom, and repeat. You have heard us pound that market timing is not a strategy for long-term investment success. In order to benefit from the long-term rise of the markets, you must be a long-term investor and one who knows that peaks and valleys are how we reap the overall benefits. Now that there is $5 trillion in money market, much of it will find its way back into the market. It will most likely have to, as this money will chase the wonderful dividend-paying companies you and I own. When it comes back in, it will serve as a further accelerator to markets and share prices of great companies. It is worthwhile to note that amid a global pandemic and recession, with no certainty on on an ultimate solution for COVID-19, markets have proven resilient. The plan we have built together is designed to benefit from that type of resilience over the longer term. As always, we are happy to discuss your investment and financial plans. Please do not hesitate to contact us. My number is 416-725-9133 and Austin's is 416-709-7879. Oh wait, this just in. Not sure if you've heard, but a new study has found that ants have not been contracting coronavirus. The study found that the reason to be that they have small antibodies. Hope you like my attempt at a corny joke. Signing off for the both of us, Austin Khan and I have a great weekend and Canada Day. Hello? Hello? You still listening? That's wonderful. Here's a further update on what's been going on in the Khan households. My middle daughter just completed grade 11. Her marks have come in and I'm proud to say that I'm quite sure she's made the honor roll. And she's also gotten herself on the bronze medal list for student-athlete. Austin's boys have become quite the gardeners, fixing up much of the front and backyards, and we're all getting ready to spend our summer vacations here. I was able to find a great deal on a new bike with disc brakes, I put my old one up for sale on Kijiji, which I bought about 10 years ago, and someone is willing to pay me what I paid for it back then. That's just incredible. Have a wonderful weekend. Weather looks great again. Be well.